from verse 7 to 12, we are going to uh, read it. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. On the first day of the week, we assembled to break the bread. Paul spoke to them. And since he was about to depart the next day, he extended his message until midnight. There were many lamps in the room upstairs where we are assembled. And a young man named Eutychus was sitting on a, on a window shell and snack into deep sleep. As Paul kept on speaking, when he was overcome by sleep, he fell down from the third story and was picked up dead. But Paul went down, threw himself on him, embraced him, and he said, Do not be alarmed, for his life is in him. After going upstairs, breaking the bread and eating, he convinced a considerable time until they Then he left. They brought the boy home alive and were greatly comforted. Praise God. Amen. Praise God for Singapore. Safety first. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. Uh, first, uh, any worker coming to this uh, Singapore, first week he will definitely attend to church our mask, our temple, because we want to pass the safety test. <laughs> Praise God, somehow God is doing marvelous things in their lives. Praise the Lord. Anyhow, they are coming to the church, God is touching them and uh, uh, making them permanent in the church. Praise God. Amen. In this, uh, in this uh, whole passage, we can see our God is a God of restoration. He restored his life back. In a Telugu fellowship, God is doing amazing things. God is restoring their lives. God is doing marvelous things. After coming to this Singapore, they have a freedom. And uh, they messed up their lives. And uh, they destroyed their very health. And um, they're doing all such kind of things. But they stepped into the church. When they turn to God, God is restoring their lives, their relationships. Praise God. Amen. Uh, somebody said after he baptized and he called his wife. And uh, wife said, tomorrow I'm going to church. And he said, why? Uh, why you want to go to church? Because I'm not saying you go to church. Uh, but I'm, uh, now I'm a believer. I'm going to church. And she said to him, replied him, I see the change in your talk, in your talk. I can literally feel the change. Their entire family being baptized because one person baptized here. God restored his life and his health and also in his wealth. Praise the Lord. Amen. He used to spend his money. Uh, he used to spend all his money for his bad habits, but God, by God's grace, God is restoring their family and uh, their characters. Praise God. Amen. And this passage, we are going to see uh, these three things. It says, life in his angster's life, life in his own hands, life out of his hands, life in his safe hands. We can see 
praise God for our hushers, right? Uh, sometimes when we come, uh, they will make us to sit where we don't want sometimes. And uh, praise God. I think there is no hushers in that uh, place. Uh, that's why he's sitting in a wrong place. And uh, uh, praise God for our ushers. They smile at us and they make us to sit where we don't want sometimes. Uh, that's why uh, the front chairs always empty. Uh, not in our church, in everywhere. Don't worry about it. And uh, don't go to the condemnation saying, oh, what, the, what is this? Everywhere. We, we want to sit where we want. And uh, completely when we are sitting, we operate our choice, our will. And uh, we want to handle our life. When God comes, when God comes, God, uh, He given, Jesus given some pictures. When He comes, He expects something from us, our lives. That's why He says that. When He comes, He will say only one word. He says, faithful, faithful, faithful. You handle your life very faithfully, very carefully. And you are invested what I given to you to the extension of our kingdom. And God wants to uh, honor every faithful brother and sister who is handling their life with the, uh, with the fear of the Lord. You can, uh, you can see uh, God has gifted us with a choice. God has gifted us with choice. In the first week, uh, I earnestly beseech you. I earnestly uh, request you. If you have a car, I think everybody have a car. Uh, if not, you know, take a taxi and go around to Penjuru. In the first week of the month, first week of the month, otherwise uh, before Sunday or before holiday, you just uh, take a ride. Or all our brothers are very busy sitting and drinking. In India, we don't see these boys, these uh, young brothers, sitting and drinking like this publicly. But in, in, in this place, they have a freedom. They're, they're messing up with their choices. And uh, uh, we started a small cell group at Gelang. And uh, some of our brothers coming from our uh, fellowship from Gelong dormitories. And uh, every uh, Wednesday, uh, our Pratip is taking care of the cell group. And we see so many, our brothers are roaming in the streets in the midnight. They're messing up with their lives. They're fail to handle their uh, choice. Even uh, sometimes we also take control of our lives. We want to take control of our lives. Our greatest gift from the Lord is our free will. God never made us as a robot and he never controlling us with the remote control from our high. But uh, our goodness of God is a, a Great choice. That's why in Romans 12 it says that the greatest offering, a spiritual offering, one believer can offer to God is his life. That's why it says, present your bodies 
as a living sacrifice, as a holy and acceptable unto God. Which is your spiritual act of worship, spiritual worship, it says that. They're coming to church, doing something for the Lord. You're, you're operating your will and you're saying that, Lord, I'm coming. Lord, I'm worshiping. Lord, I made a choice to rejoice in you, Lord. This choice must be handled properly. So, mu so much of our friends, so much of our farm workers, they're messing up with their lives because of the freedom here in Singapore. We need your prayers. And uh, I praise God for PPH, uh, our, our services, because our pastor and our, uh, some of our brothers, Wednesdays, they're going and just praying. Uh, they used to pray like that. That's how this ministry been birthed in our, in our church. We need your prayers. We need your prayers. And uh, uh, this life in our hands is always be like uh, God is doing wonderful thing. God is shifting the people. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Damu, uh, Danu, he changed as a Mark and Chari, and John Babu, Pandey. So many people are coming. They used to sit in the another group. Praise the Lord. Amen. I think bottles are not clear. I think, okay. Uh, there is a, right. Uh, the God has shifted them in a uh, wonderful way. And uh, I shared about the Chari. He used to get, draw a thousand dollars. He is in PPL. But he used to spend 600 uh, for just for drinking. Just for drinking. One day, he came uh, to church, and God touched him. And he said, I want to give my life to Jesus. And he baptized. And uh, one day, he, he came to me, and he said, uh, he, with the tears, he came to me and said, I earn nothing in this place. I worked six years here. I not, uh, nothing I earned. Nothing I'm sending. What I have to do? Then I said the same story, God can restore your life. Now he was a, he's a very rich man. Uh, within six, yeah. Praise God, when he baptized, he, he brought one small land. Now this land went very high. That's why he's walking on the air like, I'm a rich now. And praise God, I went to their home. I went to their home. I, I went to their uh, see the property and just pray for them. Uh, last time when I went there, I went to their home. In their home, every, so many uh, photos, so many puja I was doing. And when, they, when I went there, uh, her mother asked me to pray. They said, no pastor can enter now. But God given me grace to penetrate into these places. God is restoring. God, he submitted his life. God did a wonderful things in his life. So many people, they're messing up with their choices. But God is so gracious. God is sending uh, wonderful, uh, uh, shifting their places. And uh, giving attention to the word of God. Uh, I'm reading Matthew Henry commentary. He says, it's an evil thing to sleep. If somebody's sleeping, just say, pastor is talking about you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. And paying attention, it's very difficult. Like they're working, uh, I, I can say 24 hours, like they're working until 10 o'clock uh, every day. They're coming and they're going at 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock. They're running towards the work. And uh, in our Sunday also, they're working. They're working. And uh, after they work, 6 o'clock, they will come. They will just fresh up and they come to church. After coming to church, AC and everything, when I'm speaking, some people say, oh, what a preaching like this. And uh, they, they fail to pay attention. They fail to pay attention. And we need your prayers. Uh, and uh, if they... Uh, some people are they're paying their attention what God is doing in their lives. We have uh, two brothers dedicated for the Lord, uh, Samson and also Caleb. Right, uh, can you please stand, uh, Samson? Samson and Caleb. And they dedicated their life. And Caleb want to go to his, his village and want to start a church. And uh, Samson, also, uh, he's dedicated for full-time ministry. They're doing a wonderful job in the, looking after the cell groups nowadays. And uh, they paid the attention. They, they used to come to church. They started hearing the heartbeat of God. And they started responding to it. And they said, I asked them, why you want to give your life to Jesus? Why you want to uh, go for full-time ministry? Full-time ministry is not a... Uh, good career, you know, and uh, not in Singapore, uh, in India, it's okay. <laughs> in Singapore also, uh, praise the Lord. Amen. You know, I suffered a lot, I suffered a lot. I used to tell them uh, stories, what happened in my life. I suffered a lot. In this, in this year, my mom passed away. Now I'm an orphan. Like my father passed away in very small age, he died. My mother also died this month, this year. And when I, my mother is a first Christian in my family, and when I when I baptized, when I came to the Lord, when I heard the voice of God, when I want to come to the full time ministry, I came to my mom and say, I thought my mom will be very happy. I came to my mom and said, I want to go for full-time ministry. She said, she kicked me out of her house <laughs> and said, don't play with God. You know, you don't know how to preach also. You don't know how to read also. You, what you're talking about the full-time ministry. And I said, yes, I want to do full-time ministry. And she said, if you want to do full-time ministry, go out and do it. And she taught me to live by faith. I used to sleep on the streets. By God's grace and His mercy, now I'm standing here. That's why every time when I stand, I used to say to any crowd, I said, I'm a product of God's grace. I used to tell them, it's not an easy thing to come to the full-time ministry in India. Like, it's very tough road. They said, we heard from God, we want to do something for Him. And uh, Caleb's story is a wonderful story. His mom He's burned his Bible twice. And he, he said, are you serious? You want to go and do ministry? And he said, yes, I want to lay my life to Jesus. How can there's so many people all around, but they can hear the heartbeat of God and they want to respond to it. 
That's why in Proverbs it says that if you hear, if you pay attention, you will have the abundant life flowing out of your life. That's why uh, we need your prayers. And um, if they lost control of their lives because of wrong, wrong choices, uh, I'm, I'm going fast because, uh, praise God, amen. Hallelujah. Right. Sometimes we, we are so um, uh, overcome by so many things. In that time, we, we see that life is out, out of control. Life is out of control. Recently, one brother coming, his name is Shiva. Please pray for him. He's, uh, he he attempted uh, uh, to be suicide. He attempted for suicide. And uh, he went to a casino. He lost all his bonus within 24 hours. And uh, uh, not within 24 hours, within 12 hours, he lost all his uh, Everything is lost, and he wants to die. One of our brother, uh, he just saw him sitting alone, and he said, "Why you are sitting alone? What happened?" He started uh, sharing his story, and our brother said, "Please come to our church for try one month, just try one month." And last day, last uh, yesterday night, I met him, and he said, "Something good is happening in my life. I had hope." In my, in my uh, conditions. I thought my life is out of control. And uh, you don't know the story. Recently, in Penjuru dormitory, one young brother, he's uh, 22 years, he suicide. He's a worker. He, he hanged himself. And also in uh, uh, Kentek dormitory near Sunle, his one brother, he suicide. Why they're, they're going in this uh, in this um, pathetic conditions because their life they started playing with their life they started with the, uh, uh, choosing what they want they lost control of their lives that's why the, the habits and the things are overcomed that's why their life's been messed up their life's been met in miserable conditions sometimes uh, we will think that we can handle our lives so many times we will be overcome by so many things. This brother, this uh, Eutychus was sleeping. He thought he can handle it. He can handle it. So many times we have that to overconfident that I can handle this problem. I can this, I can do this. But so many times we forget that we are humans. We have a limited power. We have limited uh, uh, wisdom. And uh, I choose one passage here. It says that, uh, uh, one woman caught in adultery. And she know that if she caught, they will, uh, they're going to kill her. But she had an overconfidence. I, th I, I feel so. She, she can, uh, maybe she, she is talking with her and saying, I handled this so many times. This time also I can handle it. But uh, we cannot handle so many things. I have uh, one brother. Uh, uh, he's a minister's son. He's a minister's son. He's, uh, he's, uh, uh, we used to play together with volleyball. And he's a national champion. And he's a wonderful guy. In the, uh, 93, 1993, he used to have a bodyguards around him. He's a, such a VIP figure in our village. And uh, this guy, 
he went on uh, he he want to drive but uh, driver is saying uh, sir you can't drive because it's a power steering newly introduced power steering something like and he said no no i can handle it and uh, this minister's son uh, he failed to handle the steering he met in accident he died in that place so many times we th- we will think that we can handle it i think utigals also think that i can handle this problem very uh, but uh, the sleepers overcome and he fell down nothing to prevent him nothing to prevent him as a humans we have to think that in this world salvation belongs to lord alone god alone can save us god alone can protect us that's why the uh, solomon says that he, he alone can protect a city you may have so many watchmen around you but god alone can protect our lives nothing to prevent him falling from that place so many times we depend on riches we depend on our careers we depend on our jobs we depend on so many things but uh, all of these things are limited uh, they cannot prevent us they cannot protect us from falling down and god alone can save us and uh, the, the finally uh, when preachers say finally people will have deep breath and say praise god amen uh, but preachers also very smart la nowadays they will say finally finally but uh, final never come <laughs> praise god uh, praise god about uh, apostle paul he kept on preaching even people are sleeping falling down and uh, praise god i am not like pa- um, apostle paul because not i am not i am not apostle okay uh, praise god and uh, this time we can see paul came down and bent over him and uh, took him on his arms and he restored his life back the this thing uh, reminds me in uh, this chapter philippians it says that uh, 2 1 to 10 it says that the character of jesus christ he left the God, image of god he came down to save us he came down to save us whenever i read this passage i can see the character of jesus christ in paul's life paul is busy speaking and he came down and he felt over and he hugged him and he and he uh, he prayed for him and he restored him we need to come down to save our people we sometimes we say that i i will be in my level uh, let god do his work but uh, we we have a mandatory how jesus did to save our lives the bible says that we are also sin and we uh, by our sin we dead but jesus came to us and he came down and he came down he, paul has came down from the upstairs but jesus came down from the heaven and he went deep in the hell and he he went to the uh, deep and he said he he want to pick us up he want to pick us up remember the days how we been saved and we have to pass this uh, salvation when we are taking this lord supper paul was boldly saying 
I received from God and I am passing on. I am passing on. I am passing on. Praise God for the hushers, for the brothers who is working, who is passing on this thing to us. Whenever we are passing this thing to others, we have to think that how I am passing the salvation, the cup of salvation to so many people around us. If you want to pass on this salvation, we have to come down. We have to come down. And I praise God for all our doctors, or for all our nurses, uh, for all, all our, work, our volunteers. They, they're literally coming down on Wednesdays. You know, it's not like a clinic in a, a, a polyclinic or something like that. Uh, if you want to, if you're not at, please come and see our clinic. Uh, before uh, 7 o'clock, from 4 o'clock, uh, nowadays uh, a line is packing up like a line. They're waiting for uncle. Uncle is uh, very famous now, right? <laughs> Even our brothers, I'll uh, say, uh, please recommend uncle to give one, one token, one token, please. And uh, praise God. Uh, uh, some of our workers say, uh, one, one of our brother uh, from Jalan Papan, he came to our clinic. And he said, he was so touched. He was so touched. And he said, Anna, you know, he's talking in my phone. I'm in the prayer cell in Tuas. He's talking in the phone. Anna, you know, I went to the clinic. Uh, what happened? Doctor touched my leg. And he said, what? Uh, okay, what happened next? No, no, he touched my leg. I said, okay, what happened next? And he said, you know, in, he, he was here uh, since eight years or something. He went to so many doctors. He never had a touch from the doctor, you know. You go to, he, they go to the company doctors, they say, oh, okay, oh, okay, fever, okay. Then, uh, oh, okay, 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 like that. But our, our, our brothers, our doctors, they're doing amazing things, our nurses. It's not easy, like every, thousands of uh, workers, our nurses are working like uh, alone, like that. Whenever I see them, they're coming down, they're coming down. They're passing this love and the compassion of God. We are touching lives. We are touching life. One day I shared this story. One brother, when he just coming down, when he just um, meeting our uh, doctor, and I just laid uh, my hand and said, how are you? And he started crying. I said, oh, uh, did I say any wrong in his language or something? And he just started crying. You know, so many Brother, so many are in my room. Nobody asked me, how are you? <laughs> I'm suffering with a fever. But you touched me and said, how are you? I'm, I'm very thankful. I said, oh, wow, praise God, amen. As simple things, it's very simple. We can do it, we can do it. In our busy schedules, in our busy life, we have to pass on the thing the salvation, the cup of salvation to utmost parts of the world. Praise God for Singapore. You don't need to go to so long. You just need to go to very nearest places, Penjuru, some other places. Like You can touch the nations. You can touch the nations. You can make the difference. And 
how we are handling this life. This life is busy, you know. Uh, one, one, one of um, um, Tungling uh, principal's wife, I, I know them in India. Uh, they are missionaries. Uh, principal Timo Connell, through him I came to Tungling. And we had a, uh, just a uh, Thanksgiving meeting last week. And I met her, and I'm talking with her, how are you? And he said, praise God for this dinner. She said like that, I can see you. Even in India, it's uh, better, you know. <laughs> Sometimes we can see in Singapore, we are living in Singapore, we are not able to see each other, even not able to call each other. And, and she said, Singapore is like that. <laughs> you became like that. I said, sorry, uh, and we started talking. Uh, then she said, how you will describe Singapore? And said, uh, I can't describe because I, my English is very poor. Uh, and she said, it's very simple. When you got up from uh, flight, you have to put the wheels like zing, zing, zing. Very busy, very busy. Everybody is busy. Nowadays, one offer is coming. 7.30 is... Uh, all our MRTs are full. Praise God for that. Amen. Very busy. I know. I know. Your life is very busy. But our life been picked up from death. Somebody paid a price for this. Some brother made it possible to touch your life. And we have to pass on this baton. We have to pass on this life. And finally, we, I, I want to end up with the story. Again, I said finally. Right. <laughs> Very quick. Very quick. Right. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. The story goes like this. One, one uh, young man, uh, he's living alone in his own mansion. And he's, uh, every night, 12 o'clock, one devil will come to his uh, home. And he used to kick him. And after one, uh, one hour, this devil will leave them. And somebody from a PPH or something, where they said, oh, uh, you have a devil problem every night coming and uh, bothering you. Why don't you invite Jesus? And he said, wow, it's a wonderful idea. And he said, uh, uh, Lord Jesus, come to my house. And Jesus came to his house. And he given him a nice AC room. And at 12 o'clock again, devil came. And he said, uh, this time he thought that devil will flee from him. But devil came in and he kicked him. Only one hour he used to beat him, but now two hours. And he said, now you bring my opposition leader in your house, see the double dose. And he kicked him out. And um, early morning he came to Jesus and said, what Jesus? Uh, everybody said that if you come to my house, everything will work. But now I got a double dose. And I said, uh, who is the owner of this house? And he said, of course I am. Uh, if you are owner of this house, you have to face these troubles. And, uh, and he said, what is your idea? And uh, please give the ownership to me. And he said, it's a nice idea. Okay, uh, I will give this ownership. And uh, next day, 12 o'clock, devil came. And uh, this guy, every day, having this dose, <laughs> That's why he's uh, uh, going and opening the house, opening the door. He got idea. Now I'm not the boss. Somebody is the boss. I want to ask Jesus. Jesus, somebody came. Can I open my open the door? And he said, "Son, you take rest. I will take. I will handle it." And he went and he opened the door. 
and the devil saw Jesus and said, sorry, wrong address. <laughs> the very simple story, but it gives a lot of understanding. Who is the boss of your life? Even though nowadays we have quoted ourselves as a believers, we're quoting so many verses, but still we want to handle our life. We want to handle our schedules. We want to handle everything, our own, in a spiritual way. But the question is, who is the Lord of your life? Shall we all close our eyes? Today is a wonderful day. God is so kind and giving us giving us, some of us, the opportunity to give this life to the safe hands of Lord. Maybe you're thinking that you're enjoying it. You're handling your life. But end of the road, you may lose control over your life. It may end in a miserable conditions. Before that, God is knocking your door. If you give your life to Jesus, you can see the beauty of his hands, the work of his, his hands in your, in your life, in our lives. We are seeing the marvelous things in Telugu service, the people who messed their lives, who went very far in their lives, giving their lives to Jesus, coming and giving their lives to Jesus. God is changing their lives. God is molding them. Even God is preparing them for the ministry. Today, before I pray, if anybody is here, want to submit your life to Jesus, first time in your life, yes, I want to give this life to a safe hands. I want to offer my life to Jesus as a pleasing sacrifice. This is the right time. After I pray, will pastor and elders will be here They will assist you. They will pray for you. They pray with you. I want to close with a, with a, with a prayer. Father God, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, we are so busy. So busy, Lord. So many times we don't know why we are living. Have mercy on us, Lord. Thank you for this wonderful church. Lord, responding to your heartbeat and reaching out to our brothers, Lord, who we don't care in this, in this land. Thank you for this wonderful church stretching their hands. Lord, continue to bless our church, Lord. Extend the boundaries, Master Lord. Lord, continue to lead us and guide us. Today, 
deep in their hearts some people the meditation comfort them deal with them and lead them and guide them lord thank you for this wonderful opportunity had given to our telugu brothers and to me lord continue to lead us and guide us we love you we need you in jesus name we pray amen